coming up on the show. And he uh, just recently has actually watched me in person and he was blown away. He was just like, oh my gosh, you are so fucking sexy. I love watching you. He goes, I can't even believe it. He goes, you're even sluttier than I thought. <laughs> he was like, he seriously, he's like, I had no idea. He goes, because uh, I am like so impressed. He goes, I'm even more turned out by you now than I ever was before. You are now listening to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckoldress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group, where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm super happy to have you here because today, on today's show, I have someone super, super fun, super sexy. She goes by Hot Blonde QOS, and she describes herself as the insatiable MILF next door, a proud slut and content creator. And she's been in the lifestyle for, I think it's like nine years with her husband, She is a queen of spades, and she has the most fun and sexy tease and denial relationship dynamic with her cuck husband. So make sure you stick around. This is going to be a really fun episode with Hot Blonde QOS. And before we get into it, I just have a few short announcements. The first one, this is so fucking cool. Okay, I was at in Houston at Splash Mocha last month in November, and I was able to meet in person a couple there who I had connected through my matchmaking service, Venus Connections. So they were each in the program, the matchmaking service for people, singles who are looking for a loving cuckolding relationship. I matched them together and I got to meet them in person and... (laughs) They just got married. Woohoo! <laughs> I was so fucking excited about this. Oh my God. This is such a success story for the matchmaking service. I'm just absolutely thrilled for them. So, congratulations to the happy couple. Um, if you are lo- wanting to learn more about Venus Connections, you can go to venusconnections.com. Um, there's also an FLR program there now, too. So it's not just a cuckolding program. It's a FLR program for the ladies who are looking for a female-led relationship and not looking for the cuckolding component. So there's that option. And interestingly enough... Whereas in the cuckolding program, there are way more single guys than there are single women. But in the FLR program, there's actually way more women, single women in there, 
than single guys. So I did put a tweet out on about this on Twitter. I'm like, why would this be? There must be a reason why there's more women, single women interested, seemingly interested in the FLR program rather than the cuckolding program. Lots of guys interested in the cuckolding program. Anyway, I did do a, um, put out a tweet, a post on Twitter or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, about that. So if you want to chime in, make sure you check it out. My cu- my handle on um, Twitter or X or whatever the fuck is at cuckoldressv. Um, okay. So I'm so thrilled about that. I'm just so, so, so happy about that. That's so great. Anyway, um, second announcement. Uh, GTFO Radio is uh, once a month. I have a live radio show on gtforadio.ca. And my guest for this month, December, is going to be Grunky. And some of you may remember he was on the show not that long ago where he was talking about cream pies and cuckold tattoos. This guy has like 13 or something like that t- cuckold tattoos. <laughs> it must be a world record. It has to go in the Guinness book. But anyway, he's talking about how he... Uh, it's such an interesting story because, and I love this story so much because he's solo, he's single, he doesn't have a partner, but yet he's still enjoying these, uh, the lifestyle as much as he possibly can. And he's had like countless cuckold sessions with pro doms and all these tattoos and all of these amazing experiences. And I'm just like, that's, that's super fucking awesome. So anyway, he's going to be my guest on GTFO radio. And that is going to be mark your calendars Tuesday, December 19th. And that is live at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So that's 3 p.m. Eastern. So if you're at work, just listen in at gtforadio.ca. Okay, last but not least, I have Doc Chocolate and myself going to be doing a very special Pillow Talk event. And this is going to be a bedroom stories, a cuckold bedroom literatica stories that we're going to be reading. Um, And that'll be Friday, December 22nd at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. So listen in for free on the Moan app if you want to just do the audio only. Or if you are a member of one of the supporter tiers at venuscuckoldress.com, then you get free access to the simulcast that'll be done on Crowdcast. So you get to not only listen in, but you get to watch as well. So if you want to join any one of the tiers, you get access to that at venuscuckoldress.com. Just click on the Queen's Quarters tab. And that'll be so much fun. Cannot wait. I've had several people submit their favorite literatica stories for us to read. So that is going to be a ton of fun. All right. Is it time? I think it's time. Let's jump into this episode with Hot Blonde QoS. Here we go. Joining me on the show today, I have one of my really good new friends. Her name is Tawny. She goes by the screen name Hot Blonde QoS, and I'm excited for this conversation. I was reading your Twitter profile, and it says... (laughs) The insatiable MILF next door, proud slut, content creator, and BBC only queen of spades. So welcome to the show, Tani. I can't wait to have this conversation with you. Say hello to all the listeners. 
Hello, everybody. I'm very excited to be on here with Venus today. This is going to be fun. This is going to be great. We first met in person in September at Hot Wife Palooza in Tucson, and we had a great conversation at the bar, <laughs> which is, yes. I camped out at the bar a lot during that event <laughs> because that was, I just loved meeting people and, and talking with them. But yeah, you and I had a great conversation. And, yes. um, and so I was excited. I'm excited to have you on the show. So before we get into the things, those labels that you use on your Twitter profile, how did all of this start? Like, how did you get into the lifestyle? I'm assuming, okay, so you're married. I'm assuming mm-hmm. your husband brought this up for you? You are correct. He did. Uh, this started for us uh, about nine years ago, and he brought it up as bedtime conversation. So he was terrified to even talk to talk about it. And he said, I, maybe she's going to freak out and she's going to leave me or think I'm this just crazy person. So he started like dipping in at night. We'd be like laying there at night talking. He's like, so, you know, have you ever thought about, he started bringing it up like sexual things. Have you ever thought about doing this? Have you ever thought about having a threesome? Have you ever thought of, you know, actually maybe playing outside of our marriage. I mean, the conversation started really, really slow and it just kind of kept building. And I, he was excited because I was like, uh, yeah, actually I have thought about that before. And I just never thought he had. So we ended up deciding to jump into the lifestyle like a lot of people do as swingers. So we jumped into that together and made a profile on at that time, a. Uh, place called Adult Friend Friday. Um, That was where we started looking for other people that were like us. So a lot of digging. We met some couples. We had a lot of fun swinging together. But what we found was he liked to watch me. Mm -hmm. So he was enjoying himself, but he was always looking to see what was going on with me. He's like, what's what's she doing? Oh my God, she looks so hot over there. Oh my God, that is so amazing. So then the conversation started turning. He's like, you know what? He goes, I'm having fun, but I have way more fun watching you. Yeah. So then the door cracked to playing solo. And at that point he goes, what do you think about that? And I said, I would do it, but this is what my preference would be. And that was to actually start out as only playing with very sexy black gentlemen of my preference. And he was like super turned on by that. He's like, Oh my gosh, that is, that's so hot. He goes, I have to be honest. I've actually been watching interracial porn. (laughs) So it was funny that we were both already on the same page before I even brought it up. Wow. So yes. So that's how we started. um, And it ended up being, I, think the cucking started kind of early because he said, so how do you want to do this? And I said, I don't want you to watch me in person. I said, I'm going to do this, but I don't want to worry about you. I don't want to worry about what you're, what you're doing at the time while we're starting this. I want to play solo. Um, We're going to be safe about it, but I will make video for you. We'll send you pictures. I will tease you. But I said, I don't want you to be present when I play. And he was very turned on by that. He was like, wow. Okay. So that's how we've been, how we've been for the last, uh, six years when we actually be, when I actually started just being specifically a queen of spades and he, uh, just recently has actually watched me in person. And that was at a, 
content shoot house that I was at in October and he was blown away. He was just like, oh my gosh, you are so fucking sexy. I love watching you. He goes, I can't believe it. He goes, you're even sluttier than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, he seriously, he was like, I had no idea. He goes, uh, he goes, I am like so impressed. He goes, I'm even more turned down by you now than I ever was before. So now he enjoys watch. I love having him watch. It's been very fun. That is so amazing. So I think I've heard from a lot of guys, and this must be an insecurity thing, that like when they first get into it with their wife or partner, um, they are very adamant that they need to be there in person and that yes. him him be, not being there is way too scary and is way too angsty and they just – they. They, yeah. they feel like that or they're afraid that she's not going to come home. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't mean to laugh at that, but I'm like, that's so ridiculous. But it is a fear that like, these, I is. think that they have like, that angst is a, is a real fucking thing. Um, so is. I'm surprised that he was just like, okay, but you still he, were involving him by exactly. taking pictures and video and sending it to him. And he yes. was involved still in that way. Right. Yes, he um, he was very nervous about that at first. He didn't know what he thought about it. But I told him, I said, you know, you and I, we're tight. Uh, you're my person. And I need to do this because I want to actually get into just feeling, being in the moment, uh, being my sexual, sexual being that I am. And I don't want to worry about at this point in, in this journey about what you're thinking. I said, I know you're going to be nervous, but I'm going to include you in this. So I would send him pictures of like me walking down the hallway at the hotel, snapping a picture like, hey, almost at the door. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And then I would send him another picture when I got in there. And he loves to watch me suck cock. So that's always the first picture that I send him. Mm-hmm. I am always down on my knees and doing my thing. And he loves it. Um, but yes, the other part of our relationship is another thing that comes up a lot with angst is compersion. Mm. And he definitely feels what I feel. That's one thing that our t- t- connection is so tight. He goes, I feel like when you go play, I know exactly how you're feeling. He goes, I'm like turned on the whole time you're gone. He goes, I just know what you're doing, even before I send him a video. So he says, I feel like your sexual energy, um, even when you're not here, when you're gone playing. Isn't that so, and that's, that's where the relationship part comes in. Because if you were to just go and do a cuck scene with a cuck who you met on FetLife and you're like, both like, oh, let's go. You can cuck me on Friday night. Let's go. We'll find this guy. Is somebody that you're not in a relationship with. Sure, that's, I guess, cuckolding. But like, you wouldn't have that kind of compersion Mm -hmm. because your husband knows you so well. He knows you and your sexuality and he knows what you're feeling at that time. And so it's that kind of emotional intimacy that you have with your husband that can create that level of compersion that would be super enjoyable for him. I can totally relate to that. Yeah, That's hot. he he. It is hot. It's hot for me too, knowing that 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 he actually is feeling that, and that he's just as turned on instead of worried. 
he goes, he already told me before. He goes, I know I don't have to worry about you. He goes, I know you love me. I know how, what connection we have. And I told him, nobody knows me better than you do. Absolutely nobody. So why would I ever, if you want to say, dip out, go look for something else? Um, Because our connection is unlike anything that I would say that most normal couples in a vanilla relationship have. So it's, to me, it's like the most special gift ever that we have both received it. So it's amazing. That's so awesome. Have you ever like redone voice recordings or anything like that and sent that to him or have him like listen in or anything like that? Yes, I've had a couple. We did do one where, uh, not too long ago where we actually did a video uh, call. We were trying to do a video call is with one of my bulls and the video wasn't working. So we just did audio. And so I was like, Hey, what are you doing? And then as my, my bull is starting to play with me, he's first, he's eating my pussy and I'm moaning and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, (laughs) well, just listen, I think you'll figure it out. So we're talking. And then he's like, he's eating your pussy, isn't he? And I'm like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and then it just, we just kept the, the audio on and he listened to us and he goes, Oh my God, I wish that video would have been working. So he was very excited to hear that. Um, another thing that we do often is I sometimes will have my bulls message him and send him texts like, uh, Hey, I'm here with your very hot, sexy wife. And um, I just want you to know that she's being pleasured very, very well. And you can't pleasure her like I do. So don't even think about it. That's and so hot. Just like, he, he's hot. He loves that. He loves that slight humiliation and tease. Because I'll be honest, my husband is not small. He doesn't have a small cock. He's not, you know, the tiny guy that doesn't have a dick. Um, he's got a very nice one. So I wouldn't have married him if he hadn't, <laughs> honestly. Because <laughs> I've always been a little bit of a size queen. So um, he is very spoiled in that regard. I try to include him as much as I possibly can. I don't want him to ever feel like he is not part of this uh, journey that we're on. Right. So do you, does, so he likes that little bit of teasing and humiliation. Yes. Um, And so just, do you guys have like the reclaiming or hate that fucking word, but reconnecting sex (laughs) afterwards? You know, we've had more uh, friends of ours that are in the lifestyle and other people that we've talked to. Uh, My husband has not fucked me in four years. So we really have a total denial. Oh, wow. We have a total denial cuckolding relationship. Uh, Our thing, and he loves it. Most people probably wouldn't understand it. We have our own way of playing that gives us our own sexual energy with me playing with him, teasing him, um, some other very fun things that you can do with your significant other. Uh, but he, I just tell him he doesn't have what I, what he doesn't have what I need to be pleasured and to be satisfied. And he finds that incredibly much of a turn on. He'll try to tease me sometimes. He'll be like, Oh, but I can fuck you you know, I can, I've done it before. And I'll be like, no, you can't, you can't, this is not, this is not your pussy anymore. You cannot have it. And then he'll be like, okay, you're right. (laughs) He loves it, which is a lot of people won't understand that, but that's uh, another part of our relationship. 
which is, uh, I think, probably not the normal. Yeah, most people would look at that and be like, oh, that's mean, that's not fair, that's cruel, that's degrading. But Mm -hmm. I mean, just a little game that you guys play that you both really love playing. Uh, Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. We Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. Uh, We both enjoy the denial and the tease. And like I said, people don't know what we're doing on the other side of it to get that fulfillment. So we are both fulfilled sexually, but it just doesn't include him actually fucking me. So there's lots of other ways to get sexual pleasure and still be connected. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So you uh, online, you sometimes go by the label of hot wife or cuckoldress, like which, which one is it? Do you identify with one more than the other or both? I identify with both. I probably even more now with the cuckoldress side of it, because we, like I said, our, our journey is developing all the time. It's always changing. It just seems to be walking down this road um, where we're both really happy with where it's going. So I feel like I'm both now, especially now that he's actually watched me and been in the room when I've actually been it's either shooting and then just recently actually I had a bull here visiting us and he was in the room watching and then watching from the doorway which he loved we'd leave the door open and we'd be in our bedroom um just fucking and eating pussy and sucking cock and doing all these things and he was standing in the doorway and he would peek in He'd stand there and watch for a while. Then he'd walk out and then you could tell he just couldn't stay away. And he loved it. So that for him was an immense turn on to be uh, fucked in our bed that we sleep in together. So that is such a cuck move. I love it. Um, it, <laughs> the it was the yeah. peeking through the doorway. Oh my God. I love that. And, so I, and I would look up and see him and his face. He was just like smiling and had this look on his face. And then he would like mouth at me. You're such a slut. <laughs> this, you, that is, you're so fucking hot. You'd be word, lip, like lipping that to me. And I'd just be grinning at him. I'd be like, I know. <laughs> that is and so hot oh my god he, he yeah he loved it um and when I was filming for the first time uh same thing I looked up at him like I love watching him while I'm fucking you know I just would look up at him and I just get this look on my face and he goes I look at your face and I'm like oh god she is in her she's in her place right now she yeah. is just totally sexy, sexy Tawny right now. She is like getting what she wants and he knows it by my face and my, the look on my face when I look at him, like, yes, this is what I need right here. (laughs) See, that is hot as fuck. And if we can translate that into cuck porn, I would watch it and I would enjoy it. (laughs) Yes. And that is the other thing is comes up a lot when people start visiting about cuckolding or looking at cuckolding. Cause I think that conversation I told you when we were in Palooza in Tucson was that you were such an integral part of our journey of me becoming a cuckoldress because I had this preconceived idea of what it was like because of what uh, professional porn puts out as cucking. And I'm like, I'm not that black leather dominatrix with my whip and, you know, how's my 
high-heeled stilettoed boots on my cucks, you know, on his ass, telling him to lick my feet. I'm like, I can't do that. So that's what I thought cucking was. And as I started really uh, digging in with his very, very gentle, he's like, please read, please read. I really, really want this. So I started uh, looking into it and your podcast was what really changed how I viewed it. And I, it was like a light bulb. This is about our relationship. It's about how I am as a person, how he is. There's no rule for cuckolding. I am not a mean person. Some people might think that's mean that he doesn't fuck me, but it's not mean for us because it's a turn on and we both find it incredibly hot. So I am not one of those people that can be particularly mean. So even doing what I do now and telling him that he can't do this, can't do that. It's been a journey for me, but now I really like it and it's not a mean thing. It's actually loving. It's meant with a lot of love, but yes, if I, if we could see more of that type of cuckolding porn, I think that more women would understand that it's not this label of one thing. It's not the dominatrix cuckolding. There is that cuckolding as we know, but that's only just one little tiny, tiny piece of it. There's so much more. Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code Venus, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. So much more. Um, oh my gosh, your dynamic is so fucking hot. I love it so much. <laughs> and I didn't even know because like we've had conversations, but they've been brief. So I'm like, this is so awesome. I'm I'm all excited over here because like this is so great. Um Let's talk about the Queen of Spades part. So you decided all of a sudden that you wanted to only have black men as partners and you told your husband that and he was kind of like, holy shit, that's hot. Okay, that's not usually, I think, how it happens, but that's awesome. But okay, so where did this come from? Was this just something out of the blue or I don't know, like, did you always have a preference for black guys? I've always been very attracted to black men and ironically where I live (laughs) growing up and going through, uh, you know, all through school, all through high school, um, college, there was very, very limited black men in my area, but I have always been very attracted to them. Pictures of them. When I see them, I loved their, uh, energy, the ones that I've met, their dynamic and 
I always, they always just made me feel really sexy and they made me feel very, um, I felt like they were almost pulling that kind of very sexual person out, just talking to them. I would get more flirty with them. I would feel like I was definitely more open. I would never do that. Um, never did it in front of my husband when we were early on this, but there wasn't too much of that around. But when we were talking about playing solo, I was like, Oh, this, this is like a fantasy of mine. And it, I, I really, really want to delve into this. And the funny thing is, as he told me later, he said, Oh my God, I am so glad that I found you before you became a queen of spades. He goes, because I don't think you and I would have been married. <laughs> he, goes, I think, he goes, I think you would have been, um, you would have been in a, in a relational, you know, an IR relationship. I would have been married or been just somebody that strictly could be doing what I'm doing now, but as a non-married person, but yeah, he says, I, I perfectly can see you as, as having been married to a black man instead of me, if you would have met the right person early on. And I, he goes, thank God you didn't. So, <laughs> and I'm happy do, we didn't either. But yeah, that was not just a, a random like, oh, I want to try it because it's something that everybody has been talking about and it's out on porn. It was truly something that I was always curious about and very turned on by the men that I've met. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. I mean, not all, certainly not all cuckolding or hot wifing couples um, delve into the interracial part, but it's definitely, there is definitely a thing about it um, yeah. that has a lot of, and it's enticing for some people. So myself included. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's definitely, it's not something that everyone does. So how, how, concerned or do you have concern that maybe you'll fall in love with one of your bulls or has this happened or have you and your husband talked about this? Yes, we've actually talked about it a lot. Um, we talked about it probably four years ago and it's become a little bit more of a conversation now, but in a good way. We are definitely in a spot in our marriage and with uh, our connection that the trust and the, the love is there. And this is how much I could say that the trust and love is there. Cause he has told me, he said, I want you to have um, some very steady bowls, which I do. I have uh, two that are very steady. They don't live here. I don't see them often enough, but they are definitely regulars for me. And he said, I know that you're going to have feelings for them. And he goes, I'm okay with that. He says, how can you not have feelings for these people, for these men? Because they have feelings for you, but at the same time, they know our dynamic. And I have never felt at any point where they were trying to um, pull me away from my husband or I was feeling like I wanted to leave him. I feel like I have a good line in my mind because the love that I feel or the feelings that I have for those particular men is not the same as what I have for my husband. So for me, that's like another uh, half of my life. So I've got that life as a queen of spades, which is separate 
but still connected to my life with my husband. And that connection, um, as I said earlier, nobody knows me as much as well as he does. Yeah. I, I could never replace that. Uh, and I wouldn't want to, uh, he's truly my person. Um, we have a connection like no other, and I can't imagine not having him in my life, but I enjoy having these men in my life. And the very, very great thing about it is they have very good relationships with him. We're all, all of us are friends, which makes it very fun. So when we get together, we go out for dinner. Um, one of my bulls, uh, he and my husband have gone fishing together. I mean, they have wow. done like things together, like without me, I'll be like, Hey, what are you guys doing? They're like, well, we're going to go do this. So we'll catch up with you later. And I'm like, all right. You know, so it, I love it. I love that they are just as excited to be friends with my husband and then they appreciate him and they always thank him. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful wife with us. Yeah. We feel very, we feel very, um, you know, very kind of blessed. They say that, that he's sharing They've, they are very, very uh, happy that we have what we have, all, all of us. So that sounds kind of awesome. Hard. Yeah. Have you come across any kind of stumbling blocks, emotional wobbles? Because I think that there's this fear that a lot of couples or, or single guys have of like, oh, if I do this for real, like, is it, am I going to mm -hmm. regret it? Like, is this going to yeah. turn out to be something that's negative? Have you yes. experienced any of those kind of challenges with your husband along the way? Oh, absolutely. When we first started, when we got married, he had trust issues, not with me. He'd had some relationships, which, you know, that happens to all of us. Yeah. So he had a very hard time. He knew he could trust me, but at the same time, in the back of his mind, I think he was always waiting to see if I would, you know, that something would happen and it would fall apart. And I kept telling him for all the years of our marriage, we've been married for over 30 years that I'm not going anywhere. You're not going to get rid of me. I don't want to, I don't want anybody else but you. We still both look at other people, but we don't, I'm looking, I'm not touching. And it took probably about 20 years for his light bulb to go off and realize that I really was not going anywhere. Yeah. And he didn't have to worry about that. It was a journey. I can't, I mean, if we, we could talk about that journey for an hour, but let's just say that we took slow steps on that. And when I saw that he was having anxiety about it, we, I would step back a little bit and I would talk to him about it and I'd say, okay, you, you encouraged me to do this. So let's talk about why you're nervous about this. Are you nervous about uh, me having feelings for this person? Are you nervous that this person's going to try to take me away? Why are you feeling that way? And then he would sit back and go, gosh, I don't know. I guess it is just that fear and that little bit of a jealousy. He goes, but it's, I still find it hot. So talking about it and realizing that I wasn't just going to like bulldoze ahead, be like, I don't care what you think. You're just going to have to figure it out. Yeah. It was doing it with love and doing it as a couple. And it was always stopping and making sure that we both were on the same page. And I always told him at any time that you feel like we, this isn't good for you, um, let's stop and talk about it because I'm not going to lose you. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's make sure that we 
always keep that connection and that line of communication open. So it's a lot of communication. This whole lifestyle and this whole journey is all about communication. Whether you're cuckolding or or hot wifing, you have to be connected and talk to each other or yeah. you will have these problems. Uh, yeah. And that every, every guest I talk to on the show says the same thing. Like this is varsity level communication and it's absolutely necessary. You're going to have all sorts of problems if you're not at that level together. So it takes yes. practice, it takes intention and you just, you have to do it. So you got to learn the skills, you got to do it. Um, yes. That's amazing. What if your husband suddenly said, I don't want to, do I don't want to do this anymore what what would what have you thought about that like because I've I've yeah. heard people ask that question like what would you do and I've thought about it myself I'm like oh damn like I know <laughs> I know uh I think we'd have to talk about it um and I'd have to ask him why he doesn't want to do it anymore and I think personally I feel like we're not going to get to that point but if we were same thing. It would be a talking point, but I I have to say that I would be like, wow. I probably would have to tell him, honestly, I don't know if I could stop, but let's talk about why you want me to stop. And is it because you're nervous about our relationship or is it because you just think that, you know, I'm too old or something's going to happen or, I mean, I guess that's probably it, but I don't know if I could really, um, give up. I don't think he would ask me to do that because he's seen me grow as a sexual person. And he's the one that's been encouraging me the whole time from going from this kind of shy person that hardly even wanted to turn the lights on during sex to like walking around in a room with no clothes on with lots of people and just uh, not worrying about what I look like anymore. And I mean, of course we, we worry, but not really concerned that anybody is seeing me naked anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yes, uh, that is a very good question. And I, I actually asked him about that and I said, I hope you never asked me to do that. He goes, I know, I think that would be really hard for you. Yeah. So he knows that. Yeah, he does. Um, okay. Let's talk about your only fans. You at some point decided, and I know that you, you have lots of videos and pictures cause you've been sending them to your husband for years. Right. So yes. at some point you decided, look, I'm, I think I'm going to do the only fans thing. So what was that process like for you? Hey, did you know that there's a one of a kind matchmaking service for cuckolding? and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving, cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Well, actually, a friend of ours encouraged me to try OnlyFans. And 
I will mention him by name because he is also a podcaster. And that is our uh, Doc Chocolate at Bulls in Queens. And he and I are very good friends. He was actually my second uh, hot wife meetup. Um, so oh, wow. we have like a long history. We both started as lifestylers. And then he was just starting to dip into OnlyFans when we met. So our second meeting, he's like, you, you, should, you should do this. You should really try this. You look really hot on film. And he goes, you could make some really good money. It could help you travel to some of these you know, events or meet people that you want to do or, or whatever, what, whatever you want to do with that money. And I was like, actually sounds pretty intriguing. So I talked to my husband about it and he was like, okay, well, let's try it and see what this is all about. So I started, uh, only fans about, I think we're going on two years and I will tell you, I am a dabbler in only fans. I have, a personal love hate relationship with only fans only because it's myself and that meaning uh for me it's a time conflict so you could put as much or little as you want into only fans but there's still an engagement by your fans they want to have some con- connection with you they want to chat at you they want to see if, you know, will you make them a custom? Will you do something for me? Um, and I just don't really have a lot of time to sit on the computer all day long and, and talk to people and answer these chats and questions. So that's my problem with OnlyFans. And I think a lot of people either have somebody else chat for them or they, they carve out times in their day. And depending on whether this is the only thing they do, they are just uh, doing amateur porn and they're making it a career. But me, I'm not. It's definitely a side thing. I am. I have another job. I also um, am a hot wife and a queen of spades. And that's like who I am, number one. Yeah. And a cuckoldress before I am a content creator. The content creating for me is just fun. Um, I enjoy it. I, I love trying to see what, how things go on the camera. I'm very spontaneous. And uh, the OnlyFans is something that I've kind of started to try to figure out how I could scale back. And I'm considering just going to other platforms that don't require me to have a lot of engagement with people where I have to chat. Like, I, I just... I love to chat with people, but I, I just like, I'm talking to you. We could sit there and do this for an hour. I could do the yeah. same with some of the fans yeah. and I don't have that time because I have to have time for my husband. I have to have time for myself and for my life. Yeah. But yeah. It can easily get overwhelming. For me, it is for other people. It works very well, but uh, some people I know have their husbands doing, um, helping manage their only fans and, doing a lot of those things for them. And then they're still able to jump on and engage because somebody else is loading up their videos and getting things ready for them to post out. Uh, but I just don't have that. My husband's starting to help me with some of those things, but we both really are very uh, people that love to do lots of other things. So I think we're going to turn into maybe going to some other platforms instead of OnlyFans. So if I do that, I will definitely let my fans know on Twitter that that's the direction I'm going. That's awesome. I've had a lot of people online recently. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the time of year. I have no idea. But so many people 
asking where my content is, where my OnlyFans is. And I was like, I don't have one. <laughs> and I'm like, it, I don't know why it's all of a sudden like th- this, this thing where guys are like, really, yeah. like, I want that from you. And I'm like, I just don't, I just don't want an OnlyFans. I've, I have never yeah. really wanted one, but I love the fact that women are killing it on OnlyFans. Yes. I, I love it too. Yeah. I think that's awesome. That's so great. Good for them. And um, yeah. I think that like, uh, as long as women are doing it for them and they're mm-hmm. not being forced into things are coerced or whatever or used or yes. whatever like I just don't want there to be any kind of like abuse in that way but as long mm-hmm. as women are the one leading the this this only fans drive I mean that's great I think it's awesome yeah it is and a lot of women are killing it on there and I they probably have a really good time doing it uh and it is good to see people actually getting sexually empowered to do that and I think there's more people doing it uh, it's kind of funny. I think almost now the conversation is people will ask you and you are, oh, you're a hot wife, you're a queen of spades, you're a cuckoldress. Oh, do you do OnlyFans? And at one point in time, I would have been like, mm, no, I would have been just happy to be on Twitter. And I still am. I mean, if I pull the plug on my OnlyFans tomorrow, I just enjoy doing my Twitter posts too and, and engaging with fans on there. I chat with people and DMs on there all the time. It's actually very fun. But um yeah, I, that's how I feel about it. I could plug the pull, pull the plug on that easy. Other people probably would be like, oh, I don't really know if I want to do that. But there's so many other places to look at for those things besides OnlyFans. So yeah, I I find out new places all every day. Loyal fans, many vids. Um, yeah, you're on many vids now, right? Yes, I am on many vids now. Yeah, I just started actually just this week and it's going very well. I got to get some more things on there. I've got lots of people going, when are you going to put more content on there? When are you going to put more videos on there? So I'm like, okay, I got to get going on that, but that's easy. I can just load those things in there and I don't have to jump in there every day and see if somebody wants me to take, you know, make a custom video or chat with them for an hour or for 30 minutes. So I like that. That fits my personality really well. That's good. That's awesome. Yes. All right. We don't have a lot of time left, (laughs) but I feel like I have so many more things to ask you. So I think we need to continue this conversation. I would like to at some point, but I I am just so thrilled to have you on the show today. Where can people find you? Like what, what's your Twitter handle? Where can they find information about about you. And I will have, uh, for everyone listening, I will have the links uh, listed in the show notes for today as well. Yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and I'm at hot blonde QOS and the same on Medivets. The my Medivets profile is the same. It's hot blonde QOS. And I do have a link tree uh, link on my Twitter bio on my profile. So if you go on there, you'll see the link tree and that will take you to all of those places. It'll take you to my OnlyFans. It'll take you to my many vids and it will actually, uh, has a cash app link as well. So you can click that and you can find me there too. And my email is hotblondqs at Gmail and feel free to email me there if you'd like. Oh God, that's going to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I love to, I love chatting with, uh, some of these, uh, 
people. Uh, I love talking with the cucks that have like hit me up. It's really fun. I enjoy it. You're going to need to hire someone. You're going to need to hire someone to manage your (laughs) inbox now. So, (laughs) okay. I will be asking you for feedback on that Venus. (laughs) How do I do that? (laughs) All right. I want to say a big thank you, Tawny, for, for jumping in on the show today. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. I have enjoyed it. I have, I would love to be on again. This has been fun. That's going to be it for this episode. Make sure you go to venuscockledress.com. That's where you can check out the Queen's Quarters fan destination, as well as book a private chat with me. And if you're looking for a matchmaking service because you're single and looking for a loving cuckolding relationship or FLR relationship, go to venusconnections.com to learn more. Don't forget to mark your calendar for Tuesday, December 19th at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, live on GTFO Radio with my guest, Grunky. It'll be a great show. And of course, Pillow Talk, Bedroom Cuck Stories. That'll be on Friday, December 22nd at noon Pacific time with my guest, Doc Chocolate. Listen in free on the Moan app, or if you're on one of the supporters tiers, you get access to the live Crowdcast video event. All right, that's it for today's episode. We'll see you next time. Can you believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast? And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.